another edition of Maverick University. I'm your host, David Hallberg. Joining me today is evangelist Jason Bartels. Brother Jason Bartels is a staff member at Northwest Bible Baptist Church and evangelist also on the weekends as his schedule allows, and he does have dates open, uh, I believe, right? Yes, indeed. All right, little promo there. Um, Brother Jason, we're going to talk today a little bit about not just building maintenance, but um, remodeling projects in the church. And every church needs updating and every church uh, facility. We just get used to it. We just, that's the way it looks and that's just the way it is. Um, but we're going to talk a little bit about that because that's a position you've kind of grown into. And um, I must say, you do a great job at it. So I appreciate the work that you've done at the church and here at the college as well. So can you give us at least a, a brief synopsis of at least the remodel projects that we have done around uh, the church property, uh, the Bible college here at Providence? Um, and then we'll launch into maybe some philosophy and how to and how to get that stuff done. Okay. Uh, so some of the most recent projects that come to mind are several classrooms at the church okay. that we've gone through. And base, it's it's almost a what I would consider a basic remodel. Sometimes it's a ceiling tile, ceiling grid. New lighting goes a long ways in a remodel project. Mm -hmm. We'll change up the lighting, fresh paint on all the walls, patching any holes that may have been there from decorations or staples or anything like that that took place. Also new flooring. We've put yep. a lot of new flooring in our church building recently. And that goes a long ways as well. We've gone with a luxury vinyl plank, something that is durable, something that will hold up over time, something that's fairly easy to clean and maintain mm -hmm. as well. But it also has that classy, clean, and professional look to it as well. So some of the classrooms have been redone uh, just recently. This past uh, April and May, we redid our gymnasium. Uh, that had a totally new floor put in it. We busted out a few walls and expanded into a couple of classrooms that used to be on that side of the building as well. And that opened up our gym, allowing for more spacing, for seating, for people to watch games and mm -hmm. enjoy the entertainment there, as well as put our lockers back in the walls there so that we don't have to have them out in the main area of the gym. So that was another uh, big project that we took on. Uh, some of the maybe smaller projects are our back foyer. We put new flooring in the back foyer mm -hmm. at our church building, uh, gave that kind of a fresh look, did some painting back there. I think we left it the same color, but a fresh coat of paint still goes a long ways Absolutely. in a lot of areas. Yeah. So that was, I would say, one of the smaller projects that we took on. Uh, there, of course, as you mentioned, have been projects at Providence that we've taken on, the dining mm -hmm. hall, the uh, front foyer there. A lot of a lot of work went into that. Some of the benches in the dining hall I, I was able to be a help in and, and uh, provide for. Uh, some of the lighting as well in the foyer and dining hall I was able to help with. So different projects like that, that's what we've been able to get accomplished in the recent days. Yeah. I wasn't even thinking about the camp, but just you built boys' yes, cabins at the camp as well. Yes. And so there's always something going on around here, and we're truly blessed to have the ability to do things like that. But uh, I want to talk a little bit about just the planning. Pastor maybe gets with his assistant pastor and says, I want you to head up the remodel project for bathrooms at the church or this classroom. Obviously, the first step is, how much is this going to cost? Um, and how does one estimate the cost of a remodel project? We do a lot of it in-house. The labor's in-house pretty much, right? Yes, that is correct. So we're not hiring a contractor and we don't have that luxury of saying, hey, you just bid the job and that's it. We have to go to Menards, Home Depot, whatever we need to do, and calculate this stuff. What do you have a method that works best? Where do you start, and you know how do you cushion 
you know, okay. The biggest thing, the biggest thing is understanding the entire scope of the project. Sure. When you get into, let me use our church uh, men's restroom as an example. Okay. A while back, Pastor Kavanaugh, shortly after he became pastor, Preacher Gomez had already signed the PO on this to make sure that we could get it accomplished. It didn't happen just because of timing. Mm-hmm. And so that was one of the first things that Pastor wanted to get done after he became our pastor. And so he had looked at that project. We kind of already had a price in our mind. But we knew the scope of the project. It was going to be a total gut. We were going to take everything out, stalls, toilets, urinals, sinks, faucets. Everything was going to be pulled out. Mm-hmm. Some of the things that they had done in the restroom to begin with back when the building was built did not quite make sense to us. So we wanted to change some of that. For example, the sinks were not all centered. There was The spacing on those sinks was off. Really? And so we went through and we had to adjust the plumbing, but we had to know, hey, if we're going to move this, the plumbing's going to have to be moved, so there's an expense that's involved there. So there's okay. a lot of things like that that you have to know the entire scope of the project. What are we trying to get accomplished? That's really the first place you've got to go. Okay. Because then you know, hey, I know I'm going to need more copper for the plumbing. I know I'm going to need PVC for the drains. I'm going to need to put in a new floor drain if we're going to redo the tile on the floor. There's a lot of things like that that you have to get in your mind and you write it down. You just start making a list. Okay, we're doing tile flooring. We're, we're going to need the, the thin set to go with it, the, t- the spacers. We're going to need the grout to go with it. All that goes with the tile, you kind of section it off in, in categories. Okay, so we've got flooring yeah. covered. Okay. okay, as far as walls go, we had a knockdown texture which is, uh, it's really more of a commercial building uh, look to it. Mm-hmm. It's basically a very thin down uh, drywall compound that is sprayed on the wall. And then they use usually a 16 to 18 inch mud knife and they'll knock it down. It's called knockdown. And so it, it hides a lot of the imperfections in the drywall, mm-hmm. but it definitely has a, a very commercial look to it. That was something we didn't want. So in order to do that, we knew that we had to skim coat all of the walls. Okay. So again, we had church members in the church that were able to do that, and we got them involved, and they said, yes, let's do it. And so we had the materials provided for them. So anything that had to do with the skim coating, the drywall compound, the sanding sponges, anything like that that they needed, we wanted to make sure to have on-site and ready for them. So when, you, when you're approaching a project, you really have to look and know, what all am I trying to get accomplished? How far are we going to go with this project? And then you have to realize once you come to that bottom dollar, okay, this is going to cost us $12,000 to get this done. Then you add a cushion because you know any construction project that you get into, you're going to spend more than you anticipated. Mm -hmm. There's going to be something that comes up that you did not plan for. And that's just part of construction. I don't think I've been in a project that went 100% the way I thought it was going to go. Sure. There's always a hidden expense in there somewhere. So typically what I like to do is a 15% cushion. If you take that $12,000, you add 15% to that. That gives you enough of a cushion where, hey, if something unexpected comes of this, we've got a little bit of extra cushion there. So then when we get our material cost together, we get all the, the numbers put together, we'll add that into that bid. And we'll give that to our pastor and say, Pastor, here's what we believe this is going to cost us. And our pastor has a construction background as well. He knows enough about it. So he can look over the material list. He can look over it and say, hey, you're missing something. Or no, I think you've got everything. And he can sign off and know that, hey, we have the money to be able to do this. Let's move forward with it. Well, then it's always a good thing that if something comes up in the job to keep him informed. Hey, pastor, here's... 
Here's this unexpected expense that we did not see. Now, he knows there's already going to be that cushion involved, and so he's at ease. Mm -hmm. And so, hey, we're all good. We, we were able to finish the job. We got it done in the budget, and it was all taken care of. But that's really where you've got to start. You've got to know the entire scope of the project before you even start getting into it. So obviously, there's so much to think about, and you're talking about all these different categories. You didn't even name all of them, you know, electrical. Right. and all the, you know, When you deal with bathrooms, you're dealing with literally every category yes, there possibly no could be. Um, do you talk out loud <laughs> to yourself as you're making this list? Do you, are you talking to someone? Are you sort of kind of a little meeting of the minds just so you don't miss something, somebody else can catch it, or you can catch what else somebody else meets or misses? Yes, indeed. I, I do. I will talk out loud. We'll definitely take a tape measure, and you're making measurements. You're talking out loud through those measurements. Okay, if we're if we're this wide by this long, yeah. you know, how many square footage of flooring, and then you got to factor in the the waste factor of the flooring because you're going to have remnants. You're going to have cutoff mm -hmm. pieces that you can't use again. So you're talking some of that through. A lot of times, uh, Brother Todd Shendick will help me on some of these projects. Mm -hmm. And so as a result of that, we're in there together. And that really helps a lot because you have somebody else that has that construction experience as well. And so you can bounce things off of each other, different ideas, some things that you say, oh, okay, you throw out the idea and you realize, no, that's not a good idea. That's not going to work. As soon as you say it out loud, yes, you realize, exactly. yeah, that's not a good idea. No, you're exactly yeah. right. And so bouncing that yeah. off of somebody else really helps get things going and get your mind into the mode of, hey, here's what mm -hmm. we're trying to accomplish in this space that we have to work with. And so, of course, we want to utilize every square inch of space that we have because sometimes you're limited in your buildings. Mm -hmm. You can't always expand. So with the restroom that we had, we wanted to make sure we made it as, as feasible and easy to use for the men as possible. Yeah. We wanted it to be nice. Obviously, the men of the church, they, they pay their tithe. They're the ones paying for it. So yeah. we want to make sure this was nice for them. Yeah, and it certainly is a wonderful you know change in the church foyer there. So um, you talked about having a cushion financially. Um, in my experience, and I'm no professional construction guy, but I remodeled my entire house basically. I know that it's going to be more expensive. But my wife also knows it's going to take me longer than I initially said it's going to take. Um, can you talk a little bit about time frame? Because in a church, it gets used on a weekly basis. Right. You don't have a men's bathroom for one Sunday. That's, that's, that's a, a crisis. <laughs> you know, that's, that's a big, big deal. So can you talk a little bit about the just the time crunch and just scheduling everything so that it can be done? Indeed. So How do you estimate that? Time management is a big deal on some of these projects. Uh, this The bathroom project, again, is just such a great example Mm -hmm. um, Pastor Cavanaugh had approached us and said, hey, I'd really like to have this done in a week. You know, that's a big project yeah. to be done in one week. And so we said, well, we'll look at it and we'll see. We'll, we'll space it all out on paper and say if we get these particular goals reached each day, what are we going to have to do to have this done by the end of the week? Mm -hmm. So we already had that time frame or that target in mind. Okay, how can we make this happen in a week? Now, not every church and not every restroom. We had restrooms in the uh, NBA restrooms that needed to be remodeled. We did not put those on a one-week time crunch because we had the flexibility. Those don't get used as heavily. They're smaller restrooms. All those kind of things changed mm. the time frame. Yep. But that front restroom, that was pretty important to us. And so we had made sure that when we scheduled our time that we looked at it and said, how can we get this done? We laid it out on paper. We showed it to our pastor and we said, hey, Here's what we think we have to get done each day to get this done. And then as well, Brother Todd, as great as he is at getting volunteers to help, he's great at scheduling people as well. And so he was able to get many, many volunteers from our church. We started on a Sunday afternoon. We busted out this restroom. We had it completely demoed in one Sunday afternoon with just volunteers from our church. Wow. And then immediately Monday morning, we were able to get in and start with the remodel, start rebuilding it. 
And so, so that was Monday morning things. is rebuilt. Yes, indeed. Wow, so tremendous. everything was demoed on that Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Now, of course, it was shut down for that Sunday night. Not as big of a deal, um, but still, it was a big mm-hmm. change. Everybody had to go to the back restroom or the locker rooms to be able to use the restroom if needed. Um, but scheduling that out with the volunteers is a big thing as far as, and, and Pastor Kavanaugh and Preacher Gomez, both of them have uh, put this in me as well. If you have volunteers coming to help, make sure you have the materials on hand ready for them. Sure. You know, if you have people that show up and they're willing to help, but you didn't have the necessary materials that they needed to do their craft, to do what you have asked them to come and do, now they're standing around. Now you're wasting their time. They don't feel like they're being helpful. And most likely you've decreased your chances of them coming back to help you. Mm-hmm. And so if you want to keep your volunteers, you make sure you keep them happy. I can't tell you how many times we've had volunteers working at the church and Pastor Kavanaugh will say, Jason, order them a pizza. And it's, it's one of those, hey, he's taking care of them. He, he's showing his appreciation to our church members or to the people that are giving of their time yeah. to come and be a help and a blessing to the church. So a lot of that plays into it as ta- time management, making sure you have the materials on the job, everything that you need. So I remember shopping the whole week before this project came up, and we had a trailer. We had everything in the trailer that we possibly thought that we could need for this project. The partitions, that's something that you can't just go to Home Depot or Menards or a local store to pick up. Some of that stuff has to be ordered ahead of time. So we knew here's when we're trying to get this accomplished. We've got to order this and make sure it's here before we even start this project. So there were no trips to Home Depot during the project. The trips to Home Depot, well, hopefully there were none, but obviously there were. The goal was get all of our shopping done so we have a store in this trailer to choose from. I need a faucet. Boom, it's here. Yes, that is correct. That is correct. That was the goal. Now, obviously that did not happen. There's those things that come up. We had planned for the plumbing and some of that was different than we anticipated. Different size copper lines, different size PVC fittings. You don't know until you tear a wall out. We didn't know until we got into it. And so some of that, it's it's just a trip that you're going to have to make. But for the most part, we were able to have everything on site and ready to go for this project. And that's really what you have to do for any project that you go under. Mm -hmm. Can you talk a little bit about flexibility in your own time schedule, just making things happen? I mean, when it came down to it, was it done the next Sunday? When it came down to it, yes, it was done the next Sunday. (laughs) We had it. We had it finished. We had it accomplished. There was a few little finishing things that we wanted to just do to make it a little bit nicer uh, to move forward that was not done that Saturday evening before the service started that Sunday. So what were you doing Saturday evening? What was the what was the last minute? Oh my goodness, we got to wrap this up because we only have a few hours left. Okay, I think the only thing that we had to hire out on this project was the granite countertops. Okay, that's something we don't have anybody in our church that does and and will make for us. But we have connections there. Other people have worked with this man uh, in the past, and so we had a good referral. So we used him, and during this process, he came in as soon as we had the countertops framed up and ready to go. All we had to do was get him the measurements. He already had the slabs ordered. We just needed to make sure that he could get them cut and bring them and get them installed on time. So that was our one big hiccup as far as trying to get this project done. So Saturday, it comes to Thursday. I think it was supposed to be installed originally on Thursday. He was not able to make it happen. So I called him. I said, listen, you said you could have it Thursday. We needed this Thursday to be able to get this finished up. We've got to install faucets. We've got to install soap dispensers. We've got to install the paper towel dispensers, the mirrors. All of that was being held up because of the countertop. We mm. could not get the countertop. So he had said, the earliest I can do it is Saturday. Oh my! So we had everything else pretty much done and wrapped up by Saturday except for the countertops. 
So we approached Soul Winning Saturday morning, and Brother Todd and I were the only two. We stayed back. We kept working on some things that needed to be done. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, the countertops show up. And they get those countertops installed by about two or three o'clock in the afternoon on Saturday, the day before we're supposed to have that. We're supposed to have it finished on that Saturday. Yeah. And so he got those countertops in. So then it was time to install the soap dispensers, the faucets, the paper towel dispensers, all of those finishing yeah. touches that have to be in so that people can wash their hands, get cleaned up before they leave the restroom. And so we were able to get it put together. It was about midnight that night wow. that we got that all put together. But it was a lot of a lot of it was volunteer work. There were men that stayed that late with us that night to make sure that it was cleaned up. We had a ladies cleanup crew come in because, as you know, with any construction project, mm -hmm. there's dirt, there's dust, there's debris. All that kind of stuff that goes into it. We had a group of ladies that stayed and helped clean. Uh, the foyer needed some attention because of the traffic in and out. Mm -hmm. The restroom obviously needed some attention just from being finished up and cleaned up. So there was a lot of details like that that had to be done. But thankfully, because of it and the volunteer help, we were able to get that done that night. People take it for granted. One week, there was an old bathroom. The next week, there was a new bathroom. Oh, cool. <laughs> they don't exactly even know. Right. They don't even know what went behind it. So. Indeed. And the, you mentioned the flexibility in your own schedule. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot that plays into that as well, because as a staff member, you look at it, you, you have your hours that you're assigned to work sure. that you're responsible for. But then on projects like this, those hours don't necessarily mean anything. <laughs> because when you have yeah. volunteers, you have volunteers coming in to help and they're, they're coming in to work. And yeah. most of the time, our volunteers are coming right from their job. And so they're coming from their job and they're, they're putting in the overtime. So as a staff member, I don't believe it's right to turn around and say, well, my time's up, it's 4.30, I'm out, and you leave your volunteers to work. So there is that flexibility that has to be in your schedule that mm -hmm. says, hey, I'm going to stick it out with these guys. They just finished their day of work. I can put it a little extra time as well. Mm -hmm. And so you put it in the time, and you make sure that you're there, that they have what they need to continue working. If something comes up, hey, I don't have this and I need it, guess who's running to the store? That's you. you got to get to the store and get that for them so that you can keep them going because mm -hmm. that, that may be something that they can do, but you don't have the skill to do. So the, all of that, all of that, as far as flexibility in your own schedule, you may be putting in a lot of hours, but at the end of the day, you can step back and say, hey, we were able to get this done in a week. That's the goal that our pastor set in front mm -hmm. of us. The men in the church, I remember seeing them come in on Sunday and the compliments that we got, wow, wow, wow. I, th I think we probably made the ladies jealous. And for the first time, some of the ladies probably wanted to look into the men's restroom. <laughs> so anyway, it was pretty exciting wa walking in and seeing some of the reaction on people's faces that the restroom was done and finished and the way that it looked, the way that it turned out, they were all excited about that. Yeah. And I've been involved in some of those projects as well. Not that particular one, but uh, it is, it's a big undertaking and uh, you can't take for granted just the volunteer help you get and the wisdom that God gives to certain people to get the tasks done. So Absolutely. Thank you so much for joining us today and make sure you check out our other episodes on YouTube and uh, make sure that you like this video, you share it with a friend, and then also that you check out the audio only platforms as well. Thank you so much for watching. God bless you.